Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Ash B. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Three Girls in a Podcast. Uh, We're kind of doing something a little different this week, giving y'all a best of show, some of our favorite moments from past episodes. Uh, Hope you guys like it. Make sure you definitely tune in next week for a brand new episode. And yeah, enjoy the show. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Three Girls in a Podcast. It's your girl, Shanice. It's your girl, Ash B. One time for P5. (laughs) We in here another week. Yes. Thank you guys for coming back with us. Y'all ladies doing good, right? Yes. As usual. Per usual. (laughs) As good as we can be right now. Mm-hmm. Child, in these times, and you know, we are definitely going to get into it. Mm-hmm. We are here we to are. give you guys another great show. Absolutely. Let's get into it with our hot topics. Well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> All okay, no gonna, sugar, baby. No, I'm about to say, back it up. No sugar. Back it up. Rewind. <laughs> Y'all ain't hear that. All tea, no sugar, no cream. Period. <laughs> yes, let's get into some of this tea with our hot topic guru. Yes, That's right. right. Got my book out. Let's go. Let's go. What up? What up? What up? Sip a little bit. <laughs> Look, like I said earlier, niggas been on their best behavior, but I managed to scrounge some some topics up. So let's just get right into this. Um, I don't know if y'all seen this shit, but the Mississippi mother of five, Itasha. Itasha mm, Brunson. Yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. So Itasha apparently discovered that her boyfriend was married and became so upset that she thought that the only way out was to take the lives of her and her children. Now she did backtrack and get back mm. on alive and say that she was not she her intentions was not to kill her children. She was just actually trying to get the married guy that she was talking to's attention or whatever. Mm-hmm, she found mm-hmm. out he was married and just went berserk. But my thing when she went live, she had a baby in her hand. She did while she was driving. I saw that. So that was um too much. Oof. It was yeah, a lot. And she said her phone dropped and then the car flipped. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and eh. do y'all think she needs to keep her kids? No, and I'm surprised. People threaten women to call CPS for less. Y'all was ready to call CPS on the girl that had her daughter um, on riding, the pole. coming down her on the pole. Y'all was ready to call CPS for that. Oh, no, ma'am. They called CPS on that. And, and that's ridiculous. So now this girl is out here. Kids not even in the car seat. You so pressed behind a man that you're about to harm your children. Absolutely. Them kids need to be taken away because she's not in a good frame of mind no. at all. And that's not even... That's past postpartum. That's just something wrong with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. The fact that you had the wherewithal to gather your children and put them all in a car and do some shit like that because you wanted some attention. And the fact that she kept reiterating that I just needed some attention. I just needed some attention. If somebody don't go get them kids, what the fuck? Right. Before the yeah. next time she need attention, we planning a funeral. Right. <laughs> Could never happen. So do your research, but you got to pick and choose based off your own common sense, and hopefully you got some. And pick but you. who's to say what could be true and what can't? This is true. Right. This is true. This is very true. Because what you think? Because when what even the stuff that I'm hearing now, this shit with the Wayfair shit, of course, like now it's like okay, I kind of, I, I'm not too surprised, but. You know, if just if you if I went into a coma in 2015 and woke up right now, mm. I would be like, "What? Yeah. 
Ain't no way. You know what I'm saying? So what the fuck is going on? What the hell is going on? It's like, like this whole year has just been it's I'm been tired. It's it's, tired. it's frustrating okay. because you realizing what you gotta do. Like I took my baby out of town and I provided we didn't go nowhere. And he was trying to like be in certain areas of the because it was nobody at the resort we were staying at, like nobody. But he was still trying to go off by himself. And I'm like, no. You cannot, like, I can't take my eyes. It's just me and you, first of all. So I ain't got another set of eyes looking at you. You have to be in my eyesight because motherfuckers will snatch you up and sell you. And they not just doing it to kids. They doing that shit to adults, too. To adults, and especially black people. You know, they say melanin itself is worth, like, 300-something dollars an ounce, you know. Well, let me go ahead and let this be long. Ashley about to take her damn consent to carry class on August (laughs) up. Uh, something with black diamond girl no not with I black hope diamond not because it ain't with black they, diamond it's a, oh, another girl that. who's black diamond <laughs> not, black diamond is don't. a black owned um gun uh a black owned um concealed teaching class mm-hmm. yes concealed concealed class yes so they were just open for august the 29th and i went to book it oh, and it just that it quick go, it's, going. it's gone exactly no it's with another company out in concord Oh, are they black? No, no, I don't think so. That's why I said you said you said black diamond. I said, well, I would have preferred it been with black diamond. (laughs) Who are they? I never heard of. I ate my gluten free, wheat free, sugar free, oil free, dairy free baked cereal bar. Oh, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. That's a lot of exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And then I followed that up with some pineapples. Okay. Now, see, I can do fruit, but mm, this is so unexciting. Yeah. It's nothing like a good piece of fried chicken, you know. Mm, Take the edge off. All right. Move along. Good piece of fried chicken. Mm. It's been a lot of shit going on. Uh, what's 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 going on in, with the with the with my mug? I need you to pour some tea in my mug. Where we at? Oh gosh, yes. Let me pour y'all a little a little tea yes. over here. Come through, hot topic guru. <laughs> Let's get into this all tea, no sugar segment real quick. Yes, Dive yes. right on in. All right, so we talked about this a little yesterday before our little glimpse and we couldn't go on, but that's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day. Um, this earthquake that went on yesterday, um, well, I guess it's not yesterday when this airs, happened on Sunday at about 8.05 a.m., um, about 2.3 miles below ground level. The quake could be felt in many surrounding states, the counties, according to the uh, reports of the U.S. Geological Survey. This was the largest earthquake in North Carolina since 1916, when a 5.5 magnitude earthquake happened near Skyline, according to the National Weather Service. So, did y'all feel anything about 8:05 in the morning on Sunday morning, or was y'all in y'all slumber getting your sleep on? Didn't feel a thing. I was awake and rumble free. <laughs> that's what I said I was awake but I did not feel anything and I'm a little bit upset about it I feel away I, I was not in Charlotte but it was all over social media when I woke up mm-hmm. now I remember like in 2012 ish mm-hmm. I came to this was before I actually moved to Charlotte I was here visiting though 
And mm-hmm. there was a very, very small rumble back then, too. Of course, it couldn't have been this magnitude because we know that the one that happened on Sunday was the first one in however many decades or whatever. But there was a very, very small one that I remember here. Nobody knew that it was an earthquake at the time. Mm-hmm. But you said this was in 2012? It was like 2012, 2011, 2012, one of them years because it was before I actually moved to Charlotte. Hmm. But I remember I was on the toilet. I was using the bathroom. <laughs> and I felt the little rumble. But I'm just thinking, you know, you in the house, the house. Big ass truck just passing by. Exactly. Yeah. But no, and come to find out, it was a little earthquake. So seems like it's um, I mean shit at this point, 2020, anything is possible, no, obviously. Okay. So uh, nothing else has surprised me, but I at stand all. I stand on my statement and telling my people as soon as the fucking Jumanji monkeys hit the street. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, everybody, like we, like I said yesterday, everybody keeps anticipating 2021. It's like, do we really want to anticipate that bitch? Because fuck anticipation. Are we going to make it to 2021? This shit crazy. This shit is crazy. Very true. Wow. It could have been they worse, though. Have. So, you know, we used to it have arguments. Been worse. Absolutely. We used to have, arg- not arguments, but debates, I guess, really. my li- So, a few of my line sisters, shout out to the Saras. Um, believe that earthquakes are man-made. Mm. Have you ever heard that? I have. Well, you know, they say, like, what's that shit? The harp? The harp? Those people that uh, Uh supposedly control the weather. The weather, right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I would not put it past, because they say the um, some certain hurricanes are man-made as well. Exactly. Mm. So Snowstorms like, and all. Right, right. And at this point, I would, if someone said they have receipts that this is all man-made, I would not be surprised. I really wouldn't at this point. I really would not. But my thing is, how would you do it? How would you do That's why, how you make the whole world shake. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how. I don't, I don't get it, but. Um, and then they say it's so many feet below ground you know right. what I mean and so for it to be that many feet above below ground level and it still affect like you know the whole east coast pretty much it's, that's well crazy. this is how I look at it if if somebody is pulling all the strings to this shit mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that hard to pull off it's a lot of shit underground bunkers and shit that we don't even know about I'm about to say this shit is just above our pay grade obviously. exactly <laughs> it would take nothing for a millionaire billionaire some people in quiet places that we know nothing about to dig up under us and detonate some shit to shake the world man <laughs> are you with her right now yes how old is she she's not awake okay can you wake her up can you shake can you shake her and she yell at her Try to wake her up. Uh, she has a little bit of her eye open. All right, sir. Like I said, we're on the way. Um, I'm going to stay on the line with you. Okay. Uh, she's been drinking. It's like a half a uh, uh, <clears throat> She's on medication for depression. I don't know how much. She sent a letter earlier. So... Anyway, just ask him to hurry. I'm sorry, sir. You said she's on. Just ask him to hurry. She's on, she's on medication. She, she, she's, uh, she takes medication, but she gets anxiety. I don't know if she's taking her medication or what. Oh, or if she's... Uh, she was very angry earlier on. <clears throat> she had trouble with her network. She's just a company she's working with. And they did some things today. And she... No, no way. She did this before. I hope, she, I hope this is not... 
Okay. Yeah, when, when they're inside of the same room that you... But until then, we have to keep our eye on her breathing, okay? Okay, sir. I fucking network. Well, she needs she needs some help, sir. You guys, you guys, you guys should uh, look for some help for her. So, uh, you have to tell me again, Ash, what mm-hmm. people are speculating because that sounded so sincere to right. me. It sounds That's like he I was very upset. I mean, for me, for me, it's the fact that you're talking about the network to the 911 operator. I mean, I, I understand that, you know, you're in distress or whatever, but I would think if I saw anyone, and that's anybody laid out next to me, and I think it's um, a, a apparent suicide. I think I would be more attentive to that as opposed to telling somebody what's going on behind the scenes and crying. That was, uh, for me, it was very selfish of him to be breaking down. He needs to be worried about Tamar. Why are you oh, explaining no, what's going on with the- Oh yeah, that's not how I took uh, that. Yeah. I took it as he was, he's telling the 911 operator that he thinks that she did this because she was under stress from her job. Right. That's, I and so he's just men, he he didn't know mentally where he was. It sounded like he's venting. He's in shock. He don't right. make sense of it. Mm-hmm. That's how it sounds to me too. I ain't take it like that. And it's probably because I don't already y'all trust y'all niggas. Him. I'm about to say y'all. I don't everybody I don't is, trust a, it. is Hell an no. opportunist or something. Uh, Hell yeah. It don't and I will like say because the letter that he was talking about, she did write a letter <laughs> to the network. <laughs> She did write a letter to the network, like a suicide letter almost to the network. When he, I don't know if y'all heard the call, he kept mentioning she had wrote a letter. She had wrote a letter. But yeah, I don't trust it. Hell no, David. You ain't fooling me. And I got Social media oh and just God. reality TV, all that has made us so insensitive. That man is literally breaking he down. Going and y'all it. like, and y'all oh, like, yeah, I, I, I this nigga, this, this, this nigga talking about like the show. I'm not buying it. <laughs> it don't even I ain't buying like it. His breathing pattern is consistent with crying. Like that's right. Crazy. He probably is. He probably is crying. But just for me, at the time, you worried about the wrong thing. For me, uh, I, I wouldn't be if if I if I <laughs> if I see somebody <laughs> laid out damn near dead next to me, I'm not gonna be bringing up. The drama, the drama of the situation to the nine one one operator. Y'all get here. One. I can't give you that one, sis. That's fine, but I'm standing in mine. I'm, I'm about to say, go ahead it. and stay on your island, sis. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. 
that's fine. Yeah, I'm not buying it, but yeah, but I do want to wish Tamar the best. I do. Yes, whatever's absolutely. Going on, even if it is, if you funny. feel like you have to, even if it is uh something that you feel like you have to do, the fact that you're in that headspace, period. Right. I feel for you. I do have in, uh sympathy for that fact. But absolutely. The whole, this is a prime example of um checking on your strong friends tamar has always been so active on social media you know she had her moments but i don't know if anybody ever really thought that it would get this far you know what i'm saying so this is one Mm -hmm. of those where you you genuinely have to check on the people that surround you because you just never know for real what's going on internally you really never know like tamar has been sending these smoke signals for a while i can't she's been depressed for She's been depressed, me, but depressed does not automatically mean or you went I don't I don't when I hear depression, I don't automatically I don't automatically go to that it's that bad that you would commit suicide. That's true. Right. Well I, I feel like that aspect of it for me with Tamar, it always did seem like she was in a dark place and she masked it by you know, doing you know, being extra and right, putting right. on a facade as if, you know nothing's going on when we know that it's a whole lot going on you know what I'm saying so I think to see her finally you know break down and just be raw because I think the past before all this happened I was even saying like Tamar I've seen growth in her Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing a different Tamar just even with that K Michelle K Michelle situation. How she right. didn't even go. Mm-hmm. How she didn't even entertain. And I was like, look at right. Tamar. Look at look right. at little Tamar. She older than me, but she. You know, I thought she was really. But like you said, you have to check on the people who you think are doing so well and are in a good place because you never know who what headspace. <laughs> we talked about this a while ago, but of course, um, with motherfuckers they always end up back in the headlines so tamar is back in the headlines oh i knew she was gonna talk back about this ready ashley insert clip here all right just for editing purposes i had to go ahead and do that but um so tamar is back in the headlines child and um she has that show that Get Your Life Show. Have y'all watched it? Because I it's a couple episodes. I watched the first episode. So, okay. I didn't even know we came on yet. Yeah, it's already on. Mm-hmm. It's, already, it's already on. So, <laughs> if y'all don't know what happened, Tamar Braxton's boyfriend, David Adafiso, Adafiso is break, he broke his silence a couple of weeks ago um, after that little dispute that they had. I'm sure everybody has heard of it by now it has been like headline news the past couple of weeks. So um, evidently um, he was upset about how he was being portrayed in the uh, Get Your Life reality show that Tamar has. And after watching it, I see why he was mad, but I don't see it portraying him as anything different than maybe what he is like for, um, for example, one scene. Uh, y'all know Vincent, uh, Tamar's baby daddy, ex-husband. He was dropping uh, Logan off at the house after, you know, having him or whatever. It was a bunch of people in the house. Tamar was getting ready to record a song. So it was like dozens of people in the house. And honestly, Vincent was probably dropping him off. Like, let me see all these motherfuckers who the fuck in the house. Dropping his son off. But whatever. I think him and Tamar have that agreement mm-hmm. that, you know, he can, you know, come and go as he is he pleases now Tamar and David they don't have the same agree- agreement obviously because he was upset about the shit now they do live in two separate houses 
but he was pretty much saying how, you know, he considers her house his house. He was upset about um, Vincent being in the house and he found out that Vincent tucked Logan in as well. He tucked him in and then he left. So Logan comes in the room and tells David, you know, my dad was here. He tucked me in. He gets mad and he like gets ready to leave. And I guess Logan's like telling him to stay, like trying to chase after him. And it was just kind of sad. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like, I don't know. I don't feel like this was the right time in Tamar's life for her to kind of put all of this on display. And I think her behavior on the show was so erratic. I think she knew that while she was filming. Cause mm. all throughout filming, she's like, oh no, I don't want y'all getting this. And can't, it, the production, this is like one reality show where production is so involved. Like they're a part of the show. Cause she's- You heard what Mona Scott said? <laughs> Mona Scott said, I will agree to do this with you as long as you don't try to stop us when it starts getting hard. You got to let the cameras keep rolling. I'm looking at the screen like, well, that bitch Mona is all about a damn Oh, oh absolutely. Because I, I, I wasn't comfortable with that shit, how they just kind of wouldn't give her. I understand you need your shit for TV, but I feel like Tamar going to always give. One thing about it. You're going to get enough drama from Tamar. She is drama. Pretty if much. she need a minute, give her a fucking minute. Like, I didn't get it. It was pissing me off, personally. So, I can only imagine how she felt being in it. But that damn David, nigga, it didn't portray you no way than how you were. And all I can say is I was right, nigga. I can feel <laughs> your energy. You know what I'm saying? I felt you. So... Bitch, you ain't feel shit. You I did feel it. I did feel it. It was something about it was something about that him on that phone call when he was talking and I just know it didn't sit right in your soul. It did not because I know how motherfuckers be when like for instance when I had my shit going on, I can't picture my sister talking about her job is stressing her out. And and when she on the phone with the ambulance talking about me, her job is stressing her out. And I can't believe, no, bitch, if y'all don't get y'all motherfucking ass here, my sister's about to die. She's about to die. She you left her for dead if y'all don't get here now. I can't see all that. And that was just me. Evidently, I was right. <laughs> I was right. If y'all, if y'all like, if y'all like, I can insert another clip here. <laughs> if y'all like so y'all just heard- your business what it's your business. That's your business that's your mm-hmm. business and you entitled to it mm-hmm. well uh so we shout out to Supiana and them yeah right. on her congratulations on your, your engagement girl <laughs> oh you know who else mm-hmm. I want to shout out I want to shout up? out I want to shout out my bitch super <laughs> super girl! had me laughing this week that's who had me laughing who go, where you gonna take him, Lewis? Where you gonna Lewis? take him, Lewis? <laughs> Lewis, Lewis, Lewis you down bad, Lewis. Lewis. Lewis, you Lewis. out here struggling, Lewis. Lewis, Lewis, get your <laughs> shit together, Lewis. Lewis, if I was you, I'd just uh leave her alone, leave Super alone. Don't, Don't play, play with her, with Lewis. Her, Lewis. That's Don't who I want to shout out. Super her. had me like, yes, Lewis. The fuck? Did you Lewis? see the? I don't know what you did, but fuck you, nigga. Did you hear when they had did the little beat behind it, the little ether beat? I <laughs> like, did. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. Like, y'all, the internet be a wild place sometimes. Just wild ass place. All the time. Oh gosh, that was cute. But that yeah, was real that cute. Up. Any more shout outs? For, do the girls got any more shout outs? Y'all <laughs> had shout outs. I, I think that's it. I think okay. that's the last shout out on the right. dog. Okay, last shout out. If I think of anything else. 
You now sliding right, slipping in. right? <laughs> yeah, the girls had something to say. Okay, I'm not it's been a little it's while. Been so long. It's been a minute. Hey. You know what I mean? It has. So hey. we can move on to um. Yeah, I'll give it back to you, Michelle. Getting back into <laughs> this, we got the hot topics out the way. Y'all know how we do. Got to get into the mm-hmm. current topic. Mm. Um, actually. Mm-hmm, well, let me give it back mm-hmm. to you, Ash, because I don't okay, remember what okay. the hard topic is. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if you don't mind, I'm just going to pull that thing up because I thought you had it, but no, I got it. I, I got don't. It the hard topic today, since we've been talking about all this damn divorce, y'all, I mean, the whole last segment of all Tino Sugar was divorced. Um, question is, when is it time? Like, when do you know it's time to leave a toxic relationship? We kind of touched on it with Cardi because... Mm-hmm. Her whole thing was, it wasn't the cheating. It was, the fun was gone. The thrill wasn't there. But it's like, when do you know a situation is toxic? Whoever wants to start. Uh, um, Go ahead, P, because I don't know yet. Mm-mm, you got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I, I think you know. We know, but we ignore toxic Right, signs. red flags. Mm. Like mm-hmm. we'll we'll start seeing shit and they'll start saying shit and their behavior patterns will start kind of changing after you get past that infatuation phase and they really start showing you who the fuck they are. I think we see exactly wh- who they are, but we, oh, I think I can right. do that. Oh, I, that ain't gonna be too right. bad. Oh, I can deal with that type shit, and it ends up biting our ass. So I feel like once you start compromising your own dignity and your own sanity, it's definitely time That's to walk word. away. You should definitely never let it get that far. And I'm this is coming from somebody who stayed way past my margin. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I look back at that situation now, like, bitch, you was dumb as fuck. The dick was good and he kept feeding you bullshit, so you stayed. But that's just because I didn't have that much faith in myself, believing that I deserved better. Child, we so it's gonna be very there. important yeah. for honey, you're gonna have to work on mm-hmm. self mm-hmm. for you to recognize when those signs are slapping you in your face because they always there. Facts. That's complete facts. Um yep. to piggyback piggyback off of that. Um, <clears throat> you know, we as women, not even just women, but anybody, we we as people have standards. You know, we have things that we know that we're looking for in a partner, certain things that we know we'll tolerate, a lot of things tolerate. And a lot of times, like P says, we'll get in a relationship with somebody. They have um, great potential, essentially. You know, they have all of these green flags that look good, that look good. But then those red flags come up that we know are on our list of things that we will not tolerate. But then Mm -hmm. still say, you know, especially we as women, we have like this super superwoman complex where we feel like we can change and save niggas and shit Mm -hmm. and change them you know to what we want them to be all of that so um we end up losing sight of the things that we know that we wouldn't tolerate to begin with you know so i think it just goes back to what he was saying in knowing yourself and being that secure in yourself and what you want and knowing that you know if it's something that i know i do not want to deal with then i don't have to deal with it i can leave so Mm -hmm. it's just seeing loving yourself for, to recognize those signs when they're first presented to you mm-hmm. um, because as she mm-hmm. said them signs it doesn't take long you know you you with somebody for at least two to three months that that whole facade of you know who you met and it's, it's going gone. by then so you start seeing them red flags early it doesn't take long for them to pop up you know what I'm no, saying not so at all. as soon as you see the one that you know good and well this is not for me you mm-hmm. need to be out, right, I'm out. you gotta be Absolutely. out we just we Absolutely. don't do it 
but I do, we got to stop compromising with our happiness. Exactly. We do. It's like, what did it, I forget what comedian said it, but they said that you meet a person's representative first before you mm-hmm. meet the actual them. We'll right. hold on to that representative for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Right. Until you get, it's like, I swear, when it clicks for you, I don't know. I can't even say it happens at a particular age or anything because I do know young couples who are actually doing well, like they're committed to each other and doing well. So I can't say it's the actual age where something clicks and you kind of know what the fuck you need to accept and what you don't need to be accepting into your life. But it's just like, I don't know, when you do have that awakening and you figure out your worth and how much you're going to accept, it's life changing. Like that, mm-hmm. then that's the mm-hmm. point where you can actually start seeing and being able to understand how Cardi B could get a divorce without somebody cheating on her. Like it's other factors to a relationship. Besides, exactly. Besides mm-hmm. infidelity, like there's other things that you could do. To be honest, worse than even beating a woman's ass. Like it's stuff you could you could fuck up a woman without for the rest of her life without even putting her hands on. on her. Listen, Put, mess her up emotionally, mentally. You can. All of that. You can. Exactly. So it's just like it's the moment when you feel like you you know your self worth. It's a moment. It's not an age. It's not nothing. It's a moment when you realize it, and you're not gonna take that shit no more because you're gonna be like, hold on, well, wait a minute now. Right. Something's literally gonna click every time, and until you get to that point, you just gotta keep working at it because you have to get to that point where you care about you enough and don't care about just being with some motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Stop looking for your other half. Present yourself as a whole piece so you're not looking for somebody to put in you what you already should have in you. Like, I read, I um, saw this meme and it said, um, instead of, like, trying to say, I'm ready for a relationship or, um, um, you know, something along those lines, I'm ready for my husband or something like that. And it was pretty much saying you need to rephrase it and say... are they ready for me or something like that and I think that's just I think in that type of situation you have to know you're good with yourself it ain't no you know Mm -hmm. what I mean I feel like just letting other motherfuckers energy into your little cypher I have to say cypher because I'm a smoker yes you can't let nobody into that little that little area where your smoke is at you can't be letting bad energy into that little area because it'll fuck you up every time Protect your energy. I think that was like episode three. Go back to it. Right. (laughs) So along those lines, though, or um, on the flip side of this discussion, um, at what point is, I won't necessarily say potential enough, but at what point is um, is it beneficial to stay with someone who doesn't meet all of your standards or everything on your list. <laughs> Only if they're flexible. If you, I think if you got somebody, because nobody's going to be exactly who you want them to be. Everybody's, we, we all wired different. Mm-hmm. But if you run across somebody where you can have bomb ass, open ass communication and I can come to you and say, hey babe, you did X, Y, Z. I didn't like that. Don't do that shit again. Blase, blase. We talking it out. He make a conscious effort. All right. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing that. And you see that he's actually putting action behind his words. It's worth it. If you got to tell a motherfucker four and five times to stop doing the same thing, sis. I agree because it's it's what I've learned in my own experience is that um, someone 
will do for you what you need from them if they want to essentially mm-hmm. you know if 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 there are things that you require from someone if they and if it's something that they they haven't done before or whatever if it's something new for them they'll be willing to they'll be willing to attempt not only just try something new but if like like P said if it's something that you seriously do not like something that you're telling them you will not tolerate if they want to be with you, if they do think that, that you're worth it, that will be a change behavior for them, an active or intent change that they'll try for mm-hmm. you. you. You won't have to, that, that doesn't have to be um, a constant forced. argument. It doesn't have to be forced, yeah. exactly, because that's yeah. where the compromising things come in. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, I agree with that. But the only thing that scares me about my own self is, like, I, I have no grace. I don't. I'm to the point where I'm not even if I see you got it in you to change and you might be willing to put forth the effort at the first sign of some bullshit, I promise you I'm cutting I'm out. Off. Right. And I, and right. I, I don't like that. I like that. I've gotten to this point, but I don't like it because I don't know if it'll have me ending up in a situation where I'm just, I'm the fucking bad energy and motherfuckers don't want to be around me or, you know mm, what I'm saying? Right. I, I do I do worry about that as much shit as I talked earlier. Fuck that. I'm a woman. I'm still emotional. Like, I still feel like I I'm, don't have time for it at this point in my life. Like, I feel like if you, you I, I'm an open person. If someone is talking to me, I'm letting you know what I like, what I don't like. Like mm-hmm. I can talk to my girl, my girlfriends on the phone, and uh, they'll be telling me about their relationships, and they say, "I wonder if he's this," I, or "I wonder if he, um, if his ex girlfriend did this." I'm like, "You don't ask him." Like I'm asking the question. All of them. I right? be wanting to know every fucking thing, and I'm just as much an open book myself. So it's like you knowing that, and you still went ahead and tried me. Mm-mm, I got it with my shoes. I gotta go. I have to go. I'm done. And I'm walking the fuck out, and I'm not looking back. And that's just where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. I agree. That's where I'm at in my life. I am, and I I agree with that. Um, and I feel like I don't think that there's necessarily an issue because who's for me is I won't have to deal with none of that anyway. You won't. I'm yeah. sick of this shit where motherfuckers are so convinced that relationships have to yeah, have hard and have to have some sort of trauma exactly to we, get to win to to, oh no. my gosh we was together no. 20 years we went through the pouring rain the no tornado, i don't have to do paper. any of that why do i know girl uh-uh, no that's not for me that's no not for life. I, left. No. I actually got out of a situation because of the trenches so why the fuck would i want some shit like that in my new shit a relationship if you're with the right person is not going to be hard to Listen, be honest, it's not going to be. I refuse to. Anything that's for me is not going to be a struggle. It's not going to be a struggle. And not even a black women, we deserve love without trauma first. Period. <laughs> Period. We don't have to go through it. all of that just to what? Just to feel like, oh, I'm, I'm his ride or die. I deserve I'm love at, now. I what the meme say? Like a queen now? No, fuck Bitch, I'm actually asking questions. I'm not riding or dying. For okay, no for no fucking body. Like, I got no. questions. What the fuck is going no, on? No, I don't have to go through any I, of that I, to prove I, my We worth. already outnumbered the ass. So what I won't put up with, I'm sure you can find somebody else. Oh, they will always be good because, like you said, the ratio of fucking black men to black women, Lord child, listen. When they start partnering these motherfuckers out of prison, we might be about even. But right now, 
Shit, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty slim to none. But I think for the most part, like you know, here in Charlotte, I will say uh, compared to a lot of other cities, this is a good city for dating. I do what? think. What so. is it? Sure, I do think so. That I do feel like that. I do feel like nah, I did not mind you. I did not say a place where you're gonna meet your husband. You're gonna get you a date. <laughs> That's you true. Have a date. That's true. You did. You got to you go on to the that. West Coast to find your husband, but you don't have yeah. something to do the weekend. I did with somebody. go immediately to finding a husband. You ain't say that. No, so man. You gotta listen. I did. You gotta mm-hmm. it is. You got you can come to Charlotte and get you a date. You will have you a date Bitch, every other that's a fact. That's a fact. And it's always some place to mm-hmm. eat too. Mm-hmm. Always some place to eat. Let me tell you, quarantine ain't stopping shit. You can eat outside. <laughs> Child, Charlotte, you can find a date, but it, like you said, the, the marital prospect here, and I think the marital prospect across the board everywhere is pretty it's pretty low. Um, it's pretty low. Do y'all think it's low because guys have so many options and they just really would prefer those options as opposed to settling down do y'all think that's from what I've seen in the discussions that I've seen um, I'm in a few different groups on Facebook so this discussion Mm -hmm. has come up I've noticed since I joined these groups these last couple of weeks you know just different groups about different shit but relationships always seem to be the common uh, the common uh, discussion nonetheless um, a lot of men say that they don't want to get married because men it's like they think about marriage and they immediately think about divorce it's like they de equate marriage to divorce as if the marriage isn't gonna last and um you know they take these situations like with dr dre and his now about to be ex-wife or even rest in peace to kobe and vanessa bryant you know when they were about Mm -hmm. to get divorced and she was gonna get what like a hundred and something million dollars they think mm-hmm. of, and again, these are niggas that don't have none of this type of money. <laughs> However, they just look at it as, you know, they're, they're, they literally somebody say that they're scared to get married because they don't want to get divorced and lose everything. That's what they're, they're putting when in the When the only together. M you got is a McDouble. Sure. Right. But it's and, and, McDouble and, is what he's saying. It's my and, McDouble. And you know what? Okay, I see, I, see what the guy, I see what the guy is saying. I see their, you know, whatever you have, I get it. You feel like you earned it. It's yours. It's your property. I get it. My thing is, why are you going into it with the anticipation? I, I know, look, divorce. Hell, right. all tea, no sugar today. We had two divorcees in the fucking damn thing. Prince right. Love and uh, Cardi B. So it's like divorce in our age demographic. I feel like it's like, damn, it's shit. It is high as fuck. When I think about it, like hell, I'm a divorcee. <laughs> hell, two, two out, out of the three, three, right? Two out of the three girls <laughs> is divorcee. Ain't that some shit? It's just like, and and so I can get why he feels that way. Like why he's going into it saying, you know what, I'm going to marry somebody and I'm going to end up with nothing afterwards. She's gone, not want me anymore. You got to think about it. And I'm not trying to get no nigga, no type of grace, but. Niggas got some of the most insecurities in the world. And they do. All, at the end of the day, they're thinking about emotional after, after a while, she's not gonna want me and she's gonna leave me. That's what every nigga is thinking when they get when they get married. It don't matter if you're marrying a bad bitch or a baby. The point is, she is deciding to spend her life with you. Oh yeah, why she doing this is to set up 
because they ain't they, that that goes back to them not being confident in themselves. But that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode. So it's just like mm-hmm. people need to work on themselves all across the board. It ain't these women, these men too. Y'all need to get into y'all stuff. If y'all feel like y'all need a me day and take care of yourself, a mental so, health yes, day by mental all health, means, right? But by you know, all also means, do too. It. But I also, um, not only in these groups, but I even see on just regular social media, like your memes and things, it seems like men don't see the value in us anymore, the value in having a wife or even having a girlfriend. I think that they feel like they put all of us in a, and I guess I'm doing the same thing right now. So hold on, let me not contradict myself. But what I've been seeing is, you know, (laughs) it just seems like a lot of men feel like we're all the same. Um, mm-hmm. They can ease, we're all easily attainable. You know, they just got to have a little bit of money or their own, whatever, whatever. Um, but for the most part, we bring nothing of, they try to diminish our value. Let me say that. They don't realize mm-hmm. the shit that we do bring is valuable, you know, Absolutely. but I guess they just feel like they're Absolutely. not getting anything different from anyone else. I'm not sure right. if I'm wording it correctly. Um, but, no, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Um, but it's like, it's about them kind of, like we said, working on them, you have to realize that, hey, I'm worth it and that's why she's with me and that's why she's going, if we go through our shit, she gonna be right there with me because this is something we doing as a team. They had that, more of that mentality as opposed to going into it, every man for herself and God for us both, like, I kind of feel like that's what you're going into the situation of thinking of marriage is it's, it's about both of you and I feel like if they would open themselves up to be wanting to find the the person that they actually connect with you know what I'm saying because you never know like this girl that you so scared to get married to that might be the actual person that you're gonna jail with the most you're gonna actually you're not gonna have that moment like Cardi where the shit ain't fun no more right even when it's not fun it's, it's good still to know that, love. that person right is in the same room with me and I can feel her energy and exactly. I can go to bed with her tonight like no matter what we going through at least I get to be near this person so it's just like Finding that person that you are compatible with. You know what I mean? Like, niggas don't want to take the time to do that. You know, Somebody that you're equally yoked with. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so tell me this that. then. Since mm-hmm. the two, uh, two out of the three ladies are, or the two, two out of three girls, I'm sorry, are um, divorcees, um, would, are y'all open to getting married again? Mm-hmm. How do you guys view marriage now? I'm straight. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm going. I'm gonna go into my second marriage. Um, more. Um, knowing this is the person I want to be with. Like I knew going into my first marriage that I wasn't supposed to be with that person. I still went along with it. So it's just like now I know that's why I'm not putting up with any type of bullshit from anybody. Like I'm letting you know what I want. Can you meet those expectations? No? Okay. Move to the side because someone's actually behind you and he needs to get to the front line. So I'm going to need you to go over there. I don't got time for it. I do want to get married again, but I'm going to, I'm just going to hold on marrying the right person this time. That's Mm -hmm. the only thing I'm concerned about, marrying the right person. Mm -hmm. Other than that, yeah, I'll absolutely do it again. I'll absolutely do it again. It's not something that I'm... <laughs> can you, like, can you we have a detail or two? Like, what? After all that shit, I'm, I'm good. I'm so good. I think 
I would much rather just have me a partner for life um, rather than doing that again because I'm still kind of dealing with stuff financially. I took a financial hit in filing for divorce mm. and things that his name was attached to with mine because I, I, I carried most of the weight. So I'm still kind of clawing my way back up and he fine. He's scot free. He good. Mm. So, but, but I'm if, dealing with the blunt end and then PTSD of it all and I don't know. I, I'm straight. So if you, mm-hmm. you think if you meet someone that is like because it seemed like with the last thing, it was more financial. So it seemed like in your next situation, you wouldn't want somebody that's financially good and they'll take on the bulk of the financial stability. I it feel like it wasn't just financial, then <laughs> it wasn't. But I feel like if that's the one thing, how it hits you and how you kind of still dealing with the shit long after y'all ain't even together no more. Yeah, yeah when it was just, you know, all the shit that I was dealing with and I had the ring mm-hmm. and, and, and in getting married, I thought that I have the ring now, so I'm not going to have to put up with no bullshit. no bullshit. I have the ring. Like, I'm your wife. I'm not your girlfriend, your roommate, your baby mama, none of that bullshit. We're not just fucking. I'm your wife. And it just, it just did, did it not make a pan difference? out. Man, it didn't. It doesn't make a difference when it's not the person that you're supposed to be. It's not, it's not exactly. even not, not only just not the person you're not supposed to be with, but also the person that's just not for you. The person that doesn't, yeah. that's not here to to love you the way that you need to be loved or, you know, the way that you need to be received. And, um, yeah, the person whose toxicity outweighs all the positive shit. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's what happened. So yeah. I said, yeah. I did say if I ever were to do it again, it wouldn't be no wedding. We probably just gonna mm-hmm. courthouse it and then vacation. Right. Yeah. I said, and I'm gonna keep everybody out of my fucking business. I yeah. um I haven't even been married, and I already know we going. So I'm having a very, very, very intimate wedding, like wedding where I'm in front of a preacher, me mm-hmm. and my husband outside someplace. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is there. We get married by ourselves, but we gonna have a big ass reception, and then we going on right. vacation. Right. That's and that's mm-hmm. the way to do it. That is the fucking way to do it. Sometimes you focus so much on the wedding for one thing, you don't enjoy it when you're there. It's Paying like, for a like, whole bunch of other people who oh, rooting against you. Like, anyway, exactly. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Eating on your fucking dime. So. Right. Yeah. We'll see, though. We'll see what happens. Look, Kevon Thomas, she ain't gonna get married. She might be the first one. She might one. be the first one. <laughs> right. That's how it is. Y'all come to my wedding. We're gonna do three girls in the podcast live for my wedding, girl. Right. <laughs> oh, well, girls. Well, I think the girls are done. <laughs> we're done. So, to anyone done. out there listening, if you are in a toxic relationship, in a toxic situation, um, evaluate that shit and if it's time to go you uh-huh. can go and really you don't even need a real reason to go if you just want to go you can be no. out right if the spirit says move move go honey. ahead and move sis and that's or just bro- that on that because guess what the gods listen to mm. the gods listen to the girls too sometimes <laughs> if y'all got the spirit to go ahead and go by god y'all go, go ahead and go, and, and go. You because deserve- like this, listen we are not here we're not we're here for a good time not, not a, a long, long time. time okay drake said it the best didn't he, he? did i'm so, well i feel blessed so do you for real especially with the say, fuck is, is going on but yeah it is my bad go off this don't do me <laughs> you tried it my bad <laughs> yeah so my bad sis 
Mm-hmm. Take that energy, y'all. Protect yes. it by all means necessary. Period. Mm-hmm. All right, and also mm-hmm. shout out to CMBA 107.5 for helping yes. our show. Yeah. We appreciate it. Again, shout out to Spotify. Y'all are the bomb. Yeah, shout out to the listeners on Spotify. We do appreciate yes, everyone tuning do. in, showing love. Thank y'all mm-hmm. for hitting me up in the DMs, telling mm-hmm. us how dope we are and all that. I mean, we did it's not these are not new things, but it we appreciate not. it nonetheless. We've been doing this together what like three years? We've been Yeah, we we've been doing this. Yeah. Like we, mm-hmm. we we the girls for real. We the right. girls for real. Period. We've been doing this. Yeah. All right. So it's your girl, Miss Shanice. It's your girl, Ashby. One time for pretty fun. Y'all put time. Bye. Bye.